0: please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. I meet a lot of guys that they met this person and they started out in a certain way, but then ultimately they they get on their own growth path and then the other person isn't. They're just just doing their own thing and they're kind of sleepwalking through life. And the Mm -hmm. other guy's like, I don't know if I want to be with this person anymore. They're great and Mm -hmm. I love them, but... And they're always like, "How do I get them to blah blah blah?" And I was like, "Yeah, you, right. yeah, you don't." But so, but that first phone call, mm-hmm. you grilled the fuck out of me.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd like to not think of it as grilling or intimidating. I, I didn't. I
0: wasn't intimidated by it. I was really happy about it because you weren't curious about my favorite color or anything like that. You were drilling into to understand my worldview. You wanted mm-hmm. to understand my values, That's and so true. I wanted to dry that up because we started from that place yeah.
1: you are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp your host is men's coach Trip Lanier
0: what would make you excited to commit to a relationship are you afraid to set a high bar for someone because It may mean you'll end up alone. And what does it mean if you can't stop nitpicking your partner? In today's Coffee Date, my wife Allison and I recall the first phone conversation we ever had. In that call, she grilled me for hours about my values, or as she puts it, what makes you kneel or bow? So today we talk about the value of being radically honest early on and why being out of alignment on the big stuff dooms us to struggle with the small stuff. Happy anniversary.
1: Happy anniversary.
0: This isn't our wedding anniversary. You you prefer this anniversary.
1: What I is prefer it? this anniversary because this, aniv- this is the day that everything changed. What ever, happened ever. on this day? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I think I would, I don't know if it's it's appropriate to say you were courting me, but you were uh... my liege.
0: <laughs> yes, we met at the ball.
1: <laughs> you do you? Are you asking what happened on this day? Like, do I? Well, what's the anniversary? Should there be some context? Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: what, uh, how would you describe it?
1: <laughs> well, this how I would describe it is this is the day that we really met in person. That this was the day of our first date. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had met via email because <laughs> I wouldn't give out my phone number. <laughs> uh, we met via email through, uh, Marcy Davis and Stu Davis, um, uh, in October and, and I was under a commitment to myself that kind of on a no man diet um, for a year, and I wouldn't. I was refusing to to go beyond just getting to know you a little bit over email <laughs> before today, and um, well, a week before today, we talked on the phone.
0: The anniversary of today.
1: Yeah, of yeah. the anniversary. Sorry. Yeah, you yeah. say you know what I mean.
0: The so a week before we had our first day. A week
1: before we had our first phone call and that phone call was, was a great call where we really got to, I got to hear your voice and we really got to know each other. And, and then at the end of that call, you, you said, that's it. I have to meet you. And, and then back in the day, I had a flip phone. We, and, uh, after the next day of work, I checked my, called in for my voicemails and, uh, listen to my voicemails and there was a voicemail on from you saying, um, I'd like to take you out on a date. I'm flying in on December 16th at five o'clock. I'll pick you up at seven. And
0: uh, I flew from Florida to Colorado to take you on a date.
1: That's right. You, You did. That was a baller move. And, uh, so I celebrate this day. I mean, weddings are great. And I, we had a fantastic wedding and, and wedding anniversaries are great but this is really when this this was really the day that I think things changed for both of us even if we, even though back then we didn't know if we were going to if it was going right. to turn out to be anything it was it's I still look back when I think of being sentimental about a particular date mm-hmm. it's this day yeah so
0: yeah it was a big big weekend we spent together before I flew back and I think we both I think it scared the hell out of both of us because we both knew this, this was going to really disrupt our lives. For
1: sure. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, that's one of the things that I wanted to ask you about. Um,
1: <clears throat> what was one of the
0: The call because you were very evasive. <laughs> Before evasive? The, yeah, you were, we, we weren't able to communicate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean leading up to the call?
0: Leading up to the call, you were evasive. This is yeah. before social media. There wasn't a way that I could learn about oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah not yeah, yeah. Like look, spy on you online or exactly. anything.
1: exactly, yeah. Which yeah. was great for me because yeah. I didn't want it as a female. Uh, I didn't want a distance thing. Some guy from the, across the nation to to decide that he liked me based on what he could project onto me, and and like based on my body or right. How I looked.
0: And, and But you kept our, the interactions we did have were limited to email.
1: Yeah. At that time. They were, so. li- <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were limited to email. <laughs> yeah, I remember one of my favorite things was you, <laughs> in many email exchanges, you would, at the end of the, like, instead of like, see you later or thanks or whatever, you would say it, it was just to sign an email. You would be like, in Florida, we have phones. <laughs> I remember your first, your first email was like, "Give me a call. Here's my number."
0: <laughs> yeah. so. Um. anyway, you called me out of the blue after we'd had some correspondence. I wasn't expecting a call from you, and I think we, we talked for a couple hours at
1: least. Well Yeah, y- yeah, skipping over that initial. Okay. Like the, the, when like, you couldn't talk because you were at the studio.
0: So I, I want to, there's something important about this call because I often talk to people that are in relationships and maybe they've done some growing and they've gotten clear about what they, you know, they're on a growth path in life and they don't feel that way about their partner. Don't and feel
1: what way about their <clears>
0: The partner's <throat> not on a growth path. The partner doesn't really, or it could just be. A, just a split in philosophy. Like there's just a different worldview and mm-hmm. it seems really unmanageable. It's mm-hmm. really hard. Mm-hmm. And um, what happens is they start to get picky about stuff on the surface instead of being able to address underneath. We just don't share the same values. Mm-hmm. Imagine like one person being an atheist, the other person being like deeply Christian or something. There's just this, it's really hard to manage these very different ways of looking at the world. And it's also where we could feel really alone mm-hmm. in a relationship, even though we have somebody with us all the time and we might do something with them. We might be very active with them, but we might feel really alone mm-hmm. in the relationship. And so a lot of us desire to have community around these deeply shared values, but what if we don't have that with our partner? And so I meet a lot of guys that are done maybe they, you know, they, they did, they met this person and they started out at a certain way, but then ultimately they just kind of, they get on their own growth path and then the other person isn't, they're just mm-hmm. just doing their own thing and they're kind of sleepwalking through life. And the mm-hmm. other guy's like, I don't know if I want to be with this person anymore. They're great. And mm-hmm. I love them, but they're essentially sleepwalking. How do I, they're always like, how do I get them to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, mm, you right. Yeah, you don't. But so, but that first phone call,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you grilled the fuck out of me. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't I'd like to not think of it as grilling or intimidating. I didn't I did I wasn't
0: intimidated by it. I was really happy about it because you weren't curious about my favorite color or anything like that. You were drilling into to understand my worldview. You wanted mm-hmm. to understand my values. And it's so true. I wanted to dry that up because we started from that place. Yeah. Like really there was no joking around, laughing about you know, do you like this show? Oh, I like that show and right. that kind of stuff. It was boom. Do you? You probably don't remember anything about that call. I mean,
1: it was twenty years ago, but I, I, I do, I do. I, do, I mean, I remember. I don't remember specific questions necessarily. I remember a few spe- specific questions because they're just part of my.
0: Well, let me ask you this. You, you, so, just leading up to the call, like I'm going to call this guy. Mm. Did you have any sense of what you wanted to talk about?
1: Um, I think that I. Uh I I mean I definitely didn't go in with a script but I, d- I but I do remember um w- w- when an, I decided I wanted to really talk to you it came from a place of genuine like all right like this this person has there's some real potential here with this person <laughs> as being a, a human being that might be part of my life and and so I need to just I need to just cut the shit and like find out what, who this person really is. Like what really matters to this person. And, and I, so it was in that, it was in that arena. Like it was in that kind of um, realm that I was coming to the call uh, with. I didn't have, I wasn't like I had a, I I don't think I had a pre, pre you know, a, a, pre-planned, like, I definitely want to ask him about this or that. Um,
0: So it was about more just what, what do I stand for? kind of, kind of, what are my values? So I had,
1: so I, you're, 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 you're you're inviting me to reveal a little bit more than I normally would, but um, essentially, I mean, for, for, in, in my day back in back then i what i would do for i don't know it was for fun <laughs> but what i would do with a a really good friend of mine and sometimes other friends too is we would we would go through like what would you die for what would what makes you kneel what um like what would make you kneel and bow what would what do you want to live for? What do you so so that was in my that was already in my conversation and that and and when I had those conversations with my good friends it really um did something mm-hmm. you know for all of us mm-hmm. individually but also to it deepened our intimacy with each other and it helped us really end up ultimately supporting each other as human beings and sort of our best selves in the world. And so, so that had already been a little bit of how I rolled. And, and I had gotten a lot of, um, I don't want to say I'd gotten a lot of flack. I wasn't like I was teased or anything, but I had had a lot of experiences with guys where if there was a guy that I really liked, I would essentially want to have a very authentic, sort of radically honest type of conversation with them, and nine and a half times, nine and three quarters times out of ten, I would scare them off. They were like, "This is fucking awkward and weird, and I don't know what's happening." And mm-hmm. can't we just talk about the weather, whatever? And I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't. Yeah. I, for me, it wasn't like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna open to you unless I know who's in front of me. Right. And and for some. To some degree, that's a safety thing for me, but to another degree, I think that just relating and being, to even just two bodies being together. I mean, this isn't doesn't come from some conservative background, but just two bodies being together and in, in a sexual way, like that, can be a really sacred thing, and it's certainly vulnerable for a female to receive, you know, a man, and 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 so I just. I- there was a lot more wrapped up into it just just as a value for me just yeah. how i rolled so for me when i came to that conversation with you it was more like you you meant enough to me <laughs> like i would you had enough of my attention and my interest to matter to for me to, to for me to be like all right now i need to know who you really are
0: that's really important because i think that if we think about how most most of us approach dating it's, I don't want to be alone. I just want to have sub, I sure. want somebody to have fun or with. Or I don't want to be
1: alone tonight. <laughs> I
0: don't want to be alone tonight. Or I got to make sure, even if it's just like, don't screw this up.
1: Right, yeah. Don't
0: get rejected. And so we put on the fake, like we put on our best mask, yeah. so to speak. For sure. And, and we may never, like, it may not come off until quite a while later, but there's a purpose to it. And the purpose is don't get rejected. You know, we I don't want to be alone. A lot of us never really sit down and consider what's the purpose of our relationship. And a lot right. of times the purpose is, um, you know, I don't want to be alone or I don't want to look like an idiot or, you know, like um, nobody likes me if I don't have a, a person in my life. What does that yeah, say about Yeah, or I've me? been
1: told my whole life that I need to be and right. married it's or have like kids thing. or in a relationship. Yeah, there's just all sorts of pressures around that. Not and I mean, we just talked yesterday about someone you know who who like has to have a trophy like it's a it's an accessory you know yeah. like the, it's not
0: so but um, I think it's important to 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 drive this because it's not about who we really are and it's not about what really matters to us mm-hmm. it's just about let's just make sure we don't end up alone or there's something or in the there.
1: image or the, how yeah it's just, more superficial I don't know. Yeah.
0: So I want to say that it's like if if I'm entering relationship from that superficial way and and I'm, and I'm never willing to go into this deeper conversation,
1: yeah, then we true. never
0: know if we have a connection there.
1: Yeah, I and mean, we might miss it. Well, and it, I do think that it saves a lot of time. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's you didn't screw around because <laughs> there, you know, shadow can come up and those kinds of questions, which it did many times with me with other people, like shadow meaning. The places that like think places people can't be with in themselves or with, yeah. with me, you know, in a relationship that they couldn't be in a particular conversation on a particular topic. And so, so it saves a lot of time uh, to just get to it. And
0: well, I appreciate it because I, I think up until that point, I just I hadn't thought a lot about why I was with somebody. It was really just like, okay, this person's attractive, and I didn't, they didn't, may not even be somebody I really like. There was a a point where it was like, they're just attractive. I'm not even really going to be friends with them per se. Like it was so shallow.
1: Well, yeah.
0: And at the time when I met you, I was very... I was very aware that I wanted something that I wanted to be with somebody and connect on the level that you were trying to connect with me there. And I was, I was drinking it up. That conversation yeah, you was were just drinking
1: it up. I was, I it was like, thank
0: really freaking God
1: gratifying to, to actually, yeah. And that, and that, so there's two things that I want to say. You're moving kind of quick from my brain this morning, but um, there's two things that I want to say. One is that I didn't, to, to like clarify the context, cause the way that you're speaking about it 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 could be easy to assume that that conversation was about me interviewing you in ter- in the form of like why do you want to be in a relationship and that wasn't what i was doing okay so so it definitely there was no why do you want to be in a relationship in my on my end at all okay um so so that f- feels important to clarify
0: it was more um, what well if it wasn't that who are you who are you
1: yeah. and what what matters to you as you answer that then i get to see oh okay this this aligns for me so here's a simple example of one of the questions that i asked you to be to just bring it into more specificity is that i remember asking this wasn't in the beginning of the call but somewhere in the call it was like a 3 hour call and and somewhere in that call i remember asking you if you um if you ever Have you ever seen a therapist or if you ever would, like if you were in a relationship, it's one thing to go see a therapist on your own as an individual. I was
0: dating my therapist at the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke. (laughs) To be really clear. I got a break. I got a
0: break on, uh, I didn't have to pay Um, as much.
1: (laughs) Uh, You're just like a serial (laughs) therapist dater. Like You just look for therapists you can date.
0: Hey listen, I was wondering if you could help
1: me out with something else. (laughs) Um,
0: do I, so you, you were asking if I'd seen a therapist or if I, I
1: yeah, w- it, but there was sort of like a, it was a two, I remember it was kind of a two part question because seeing a therapist as an individual is one thing because mm-hmm. that's private. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Anybody can do that and not ever tell a single soul if they needed the help or, you know, needed support with a thing. But it's different when people get into a relationship, somehow going to a therapist To get support with something in a relationship. Like as a couple or just as a couple. Okay. Is different for people. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people that will see a person individually, see a therapist individually, but will not go as a couple. And Mm -hmm. so one of my questions as a therapist who had experienced this coming, people coming and people being resistant to coming in relationship was, would you if you ever, if you were in a relationship, would you ever, and you needed help, we needed, we got to a stuck place or whatever was going on. Yeah. Would you be willing to go see a therapist? Is that something you would do? Or do you think that you would resist that? And I remember you were like, no, of course, like, duh. <laughs> like, if my car needs an oil change. I'll get an oil and go get somebody, give an oil change, you know, whatever you mm-hmm. said. I don't know what you said at the time, but um." you made it very practical. And and so it wasn't necessarily, why do you want to be in a relationship type questions as much as it was, who are you in, in situate, like, who are you really? And what, what do you, what will you stand for? And so that is an example of like, okay, cool. That works for me. I wouldn't want to, as a therapist, I wouldn't want to date somebody with a huge stigma against therapy or therapists, certainly not if I wasn't going to be in a relationship with somebody that, and I was looking at you as like, this could be a, a thing. This could like be a real thing. There's something and here. we hadn't
0: even met yet or seen We hadn't seen even met other.
1: yet, but we, we were feeling like, that I was feeling like, I just kind of knew in my, I oh, don't know, there was something that? intuitively that was like, yeah, something was going <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: <laughs> I'll put some flute in there.
1: Anyway, would there sleep. was an intuitive piece. I, this is what I did with people, but also there was a thing around I didn't ask that with other people. I asked that with you though and and so there were other questions like what would you what would you die for? like there were things like that like what what brings you to your knees and 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 a lot of that was just trying to get to know you like who are you really?
0: yeah, I remember after that conversation that you know i i was determined i was like i'm just gonna go meet her now and i was it wasn't that i felt a huge sexual turn on and it wasn't like i felt like oh i just made a good friend Mm -hmm. but i i had a sense of man this person and i i feel like we really share a lot of in in a worldview we may have very different ways of expressing that. Mm-hmm. We, and we do, we have very different ways mm-hmm. of going that, but we had a, we seemed to share more of a language and a value system. And I hadn't had that really.
1: Yeah,
0: I'd met people that were in the same neighborhood, so to speak, but I hadn't met anybody that had this kind of value system. And I remember we were also having fun. There was some jokes and laughter and we could, we were in that too. And I appreciated that we could have the deep conversation and then also have a laugh oh, here sure. and there. Yeah. And so I remember though, going to meet you and it was kind of like <laughs> well, it's kind of hers to lose at this point like it like it was I was already a, a strong yes mm-hmm. not like okay, I'm in I'm gonna date this person but it was just more like okay well, let's see where it goes sideways instead of I wonder if this will I just remember it was such a different feeling going to meet you in that way because I I'd, I'd met you and it, and I think I knew it was like well she'll at least she's gonna be a good friend of mine, a very dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was tired of having the girls I dated and having dear friends that I felt re- a real strong connection with, mm-hmm. deep like yeah, like deep that, values yeah. with, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to be right. with sexually.
1: Yeah, that happens. I was
0: tired of that dynamic.
1: And so, what was it like for you that when you first took me out on a date, I was and I basically shielded myself. myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just do as a Jedi.
0: <laughs> you were dressed like a Jedi. <laughs> you wear <wore> this robe. <laughs> What? Well, what the hell was that? It was like I it had was a from skirt
1: the, and a like a turtleneck on or something.
0: Okay, so you covered your entire body and you yeah. had you and had a skirt helmet. My was see
1: through, but it was dark and cold, so you couldn't see <laughs> my tights underneath.
0: And you had your hair all drawn oh, up. Yeah,
1: I had my you, hair and I guess in
0: you had like or a, you, a gazillion. So, you were hiding no, essentially all of your yeah. feminine I was features. I'm hiding a
1: lot of my were, features here. You were on the you I get, like, a, lot. I get a lot of compliments. Sorry,
0: about. I'm late. I had a meeting with the Jedi Council.
1: So, yeah, what was that like for you? Well, you
0: didn't, again, it wasn't kind of my normal speed. I know
1: why I did that. Yeah, it wasn't my normal speed. I was used to
0: the heels and the bouncy and the cleavage. Like, let me show my shit off, so you want me. And it's like, yeah, let's fucking do this. Right. I didn't get that.
1: (laughs) Right. But so when you were like, you were not, you were wanting to, you said that you had had people that were dear friends, but that you weren't attracted to. And then you had people that were I didn't
0: feel any sexual attraction.
1: Right and so meeting. you were, but I wasn't also still... like,
0: yeah, it wasn't like oh uh, well, it was just more like there's she's obviously hiding something here.
1: <laughs> How did you know I was hiding something? It's just,
0: you, you were wearing a fucking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was hiding. Something. Yeah,
0: you, it's like you picked up a banner and you wrapped <laughs> it around yourself. <laughs> and I, I, I mean,
1: roughly that is true. But... Well, it was very
0: yeah, it wasn't your typical first date. You know.
1: Definitely not.
0: So you yeah. were still doing the game. I you were was. still playing some still, game with me.
1: Yes. I was still obfuscating. And what <laughs> was that?
0: Like, let me see if he likes me even if I cover up all the, the attributes?
1: Yeah. It was.
0: What'd you think of me? Did you you were obviously you were like, oh, what do you think of like Dexter as a baby name? You were like throwing out baby names during what? the appetizer. <laughs>
1: oh my god. <laughs> love to tell what people you Kyle? that i was what if like proposing Kyle? <laughs> trying to get you in bed
0: you know there's a flight to vegas losing that two hours
1: <laughs> i bet you'd have gone running for the hills if i'd have done that
0: mm-hmm. that would scared me no i didn't feel any sexual i didn't feel the tension there and also i just i think a part of me was like wow i was okay this this woman's challenging i wasn't intimidated Mm-hmm. But you were very present, and you weren't. I knew I couldn't like fuck around, him
1: so that felt challenging to you.
0: Well, challenging, like in a good way. Like here, be be here,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so I think a part of me went in, and if anything, just kind of, um, and I I probably I had to relearn how to integrate my sexual. You know, they kind of bring those two things together because mm-hmm. they had been split.
1: Yeah, and that you know, circling back to what you were saying around like how people, what people really make it about when they're trying to date or find a relationship that that there was some of that going on. You know, what you're you, what you're describing is what was going on for you, and it wasn't like you were trying. Mm-hmm. You were it just you became aware of the dissonance when you sat in front of somebody that you were genuinely interested in, but that wasn't actually going to play into all the things that Mm -hmm. go with that culture or with that way of dating.
0: Yeah. Do you think that people that don't have that strong shared sense of values and worldview, can it work out with them genuinely?
1: Um, I, actually, I do think it can work out. I mean, you, you know, you talked about like what who's if one
0: person's on autopilot and asleep at the wheel Yeah,
1: that I don't, I don't think that it would be easy to live with a person like that. Like if you wanted to cohabitate, but if, so there's kind of degrees there's, I, I do want to say that, I mean, you mentioned earlier you, and, and maybe splitting hairs, but you, you mentioned earlier like somebody that was deeply religious versus an atheist. And I mean, to, from my perspective, even though it seems really it might seem really kind of obtuse is that i think atheism is actually a type of spirituality for for people the atheists wouldn't might not agree but from someone who's deeply spiritual I see that also as like, okay, this is your, this is your, it's
0: a belief system. Theologicals.
1: Yeah, this yes. is your, this is your system.
0: I think that, I think and, what I'm getting at, it's probably more along the lines where if somebody's like, hey, this matters, I want us to work on a thing. And the other person's like, there's nothing, we're fine. We don't yeah, need to work that, on a
1: thing. So that does matter. Um, I think that, th- and then that's partly why in that three hour conversation yeah. initially, that's where I was, that's what I was trying to dig into a little bit was like, what do you, what do you care for? What would you care for in a certain circumstance or whatever? What, what matters to you? How, where do you, where will you stand up? And, and that, I do think that, um, people do it, people, people in general, in terms of people that are looking to be in relationships and people that are, presently in relationships and they're sort of not sure if they they want it to they really want it to work out or they're in love with the potential of whatever whoever they're with or whatever I do think it would save a lot of time (laughs) it would be really beneficial if people would just get super fucking radically honest about what um, what they, what is truly like aligned, what are they aligned with? What are they, what is, what matters to them? What are their values? As you, you've been talking about value system, but like, what are their values? And see, what are their beliefs? Where do they, um, what matters to them? Where would they stand up? What would they die for? What makes them kneel? Like those kinds of questions, it saves a lot of time because that it, it then you get to see, do we have a shared Belief system. Do we have shared values? Do we? Where do we meet? Where do we align? And where don't we? Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's places that don't. We don't align. That aren't a big deal. Yeah. So it's I, that's why I keep trying to be like, oh, well, let's well, go maybe, there Because you know,
0: I, I think that's important. Because if we're not dealing with the big deal stuff, and I don't even know that's on my radar. So I was alluding to before, which is my partner and I aren't on the same page on the deeper stuff. I'm always going to feel that anxiety and tension and that lack of connection. And then it becomes about, I start to pick or gosh, she never does this or she never does that. And I hear that a lot. And it's like, yeah. yours, that's the smoke to the fire. Yeah. That, those problems are that's not right. that big of a that's deal right. when you have the big stuff yeah. in, in person, like and when you guys are on the same page with the big stuff. I mean, stuff. it's the
1: same with kids. Like like if the, and I, I, I kind of come at, I, I I mean, as a therapist, I'm going to get jargony for a minute, but I do think it comes down to like secure attachment, connection, deep bond, you know, that kind of thing. So even if as a kid, this is true with adults, but as a kid, like they start getting pissy or start misbehaving or whatever. Like, but if you connect with them, really, if you connect with them, they settle like they, they, and their behavior settles. Mm-hmm. And so so, so it's true in relationships too that you can get kind of nitpicky about things. I mean, that's true with you and I over the years. Counters. If you get nitpicky about things, sometimes I'm like, okay, I get it. It might be an actual like clean the counter off, what, whatever. But then it might also be like, hmm, what's going on? We need to connect. We need to just really connect. Yeah. And if we really connect, then all that goes away.
0: Yeah. It's or it's like
1: not be, yeah, suddenly it's, it, it might still be a thing that you don't prefer, but it's not a point of make or break the relationship.
0: I think if without the big stuff figured out and, and clarified for me, I would always feel hesitant to go deeper with the person or commit whatever that means, yeah. because I didn't feel like we could work things out. Like it always felt like I was going to get boxed in. And yeah. when it's true, as we were getting to know each other, I felt like everything was workable. We yeah. could, it, and it wasn't that oh gosh, we've we've covered all of the topics no. and we know everything is perfect. It was more like, well, whatever comes up, right? We have Do the ability to yeah. mm-hmm. work it out, mm-hmm. and it'll and that would have had me relax, yeah was just like, hey, no matter what comes up, we're going to be able to figure this out and work through it. We've got the skills and we're willing to bring in extra help. I didn't feel trapped in that way.
1: Yeah, and just and so in that in initial call, just to circle back, to underscore that one more time, I wasn't necessarily asking those kinds of questions. It was more about who are you that makes you yeah. the type of person that is a yes to anything being workable, that is a yes to getting help when you need help, that is a yes to trusting that it'll work out. Like-
0: you should create a questionnaire that that scares the shit out of people.
1: Oh, and, I, and that runs was them like a, the majority away. of my dating life. When I was <laughs> well, I think that's, a, that's another up. part of it
0: because I, I'd reached I didn't a,
1: have a questionnaire, but
0: I'd reached that point where I was okay with being alone. And I think it sounds like you were okay with not having a, you know, not having a significant part. I think I was always going to just, yeah. Be, I would be like, all right, well, I'll just date casually, but I'm okay with not having somebody oh, really sure. be in my life. But that's not okay for a lot of people. That's not okay to to really be alone and instead they'll they'll allow somebody that's not that great into their lives or somebody that doesn't really yeah. line up. And right. I think that that's where I was like, no, I'm not if I'm not gonna I want to be, if, if somebody's going to be in my life significantly, I've got to be a really strong yes to them.
1: Yeah. And, and, I, and set that yeah, bar high. That's true. And that, 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 <clears throat> I think that's a developmental thing too, maybe. Like they're, they're not just an individual arc of development for a human being, but also like a relational development. Like I think, you know, for many, many years, when I would try to have these kinds of honest conversations with people that I was interested in, I was looked at like, like, I was from another planet and, and I, or, you know, like I just crawled out of the swamp or something. And so I, for many years, I was, um, I had experiences that had me think it was me.
0: Well, I think that's great. Cause it it, it is that, am I, I want to, you, you were modeling and embodying, I'm willing to push somebody away or be be judged well, negatively. I wasn't
1: trying to do that. Though. I
0: know you weren't trying, but it was you were willing. You, it, it, the flip side would have been like, who do you need me to be, and who do you want me to be? How do you want me to dress? I'm gonna play that character so that you like me.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I appreciate what you're reflecting, but that's not how it was in my brain. Like in my head, I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> what's going on? So why just is just, this? It, why do it, I keep?
0: Intrinsically. What, like, what is
1: it about me that keeps Yeah, intrinsically. It wasn't a thing like I'm standing for this. It wasn't okay. it wasn't conscious for me. It just was my just what I Do you I think needed. you were just
0: pushing motherfuckers away because like,
1: I don't think that I was. And <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um
0: Can you you can't get with this unless you do I this. think
1: what I mean by developmentally though is that is that I there did come a time where I had you know, played the field enough, dated a men, enough men, whatever you want to say, but I'd done enough of that world of being right. trying to do the dating and relationship scene to realize actually this does matter to me. And if you can't hang, it's on you. And so, so there, it did over time as I got older. And I met you when I was older. You know, I was in my th- mid thirties. Early through, thirty, yeah. early okay, early thirties when I met you. But so I, I was—I had lived enough to get tired of yeah. things, and I had absolutely—I um, mean, part of my year-long commitment to not be in a relationship before I met you was—was was that like I had been a serial monogamist, you know, and anybody that wanted to date me, if they could hang enough for my questions, I would be like, sure. I'll date you. You know, like there was a thing of doing the program to like be in a relationship type thing. And, um, and so part of my thing was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm tired Mm -hmm. of this. I'm tired of like me not actually going after what I really want. Number one. And number two, I'm tired of this, just all this, this is really not working for me. And so, um, and I, and I got hooked in just like anybody else, the relationship I was in before I decided to go on that year long stint with somebody that I fell into like, Oh, and this could be somebody that we build a life together. And like, it just, it was all as much inside as it was coming at me from the outside. So, so there was a lot of, um, being really clear, like, you know what? I think I would be, Great if I was not in a relationship, (laughs) maybe I'll just be single. Like, just that's just I'm just going to choose not to ever marry or choose not to be in a relationship, and and I can still have relationships. I can still have romance. I can still have loverships or whatever. But maybe I won't get married, or maybe I won't do go down that kind of traditional or conventional path. And I think I'm going to be just fine with that. And so that was a pivotal, when you were talking about like not needing to have a partner, I needed, I was in that place where I had arrived at that and I needed that.
0: And that was really refreshing for me to be with you because I'd been with a lot of girls who were like, this guy, I just got it. He's my ticket. Like yeah, like, the he'll we can have the wedding I want to have and the babies I want to yeah. have and he'll buy the house. Like I could feel that energy of like yeah. if I play this right. Sure, I mean he's the guy.
1: I, I, mean, I have a lot of compassion for that people with that energy because it is so fucking programmed.
0: But the the, the thing I want to say us. is that I went through a similar version before we met. It wasn't that it was you know it was several months before we, for I met you. And I was tired of complaining about the relationship I was in, and and in the relationship I was in, we just didn't have that shared foundation, mm-hmm. and it, it was no fault of anybody. It was just we were very different. Yeah. And I was so tired of bitching and complaining, and if only she would do this, and if only she would do that. And I just, I got, I had to get to the point where I was sick of hearing myself talk about that because it just mm-hmm. felt like a victim. And I was talking to my buddy Alex, and I was like you know what I want? And I just, I got into a, a, like a state mm-hmm. and I just went down the list mm-hmm. of, man, I want to feel this way in a relationship. I want to feel with, I want to be with someone who's like blah, blah, blah and this and that. And it was all these deeper values like you're talking about mm-hmm. that we talked about. Mm-hmm. And I just, it felt so amazing mm-hmm. to own that and it also at the same time, there was a bit of, or, you know, afterwards a, a contraction of like, that'll never yeah, happen. Yeah. never and, and I'll be alone. Mm-hmm. But I remember just being like, you know what though? If I can't have that relationship, I don't want to commit to something less. I, that's yes. the relationship I would be excited to commit to. Yes. And if I can't have that, I'm okay with being alone then.
1: Yes, exactly. As, as
0: weird as that might be to others or whatever. Like, I'll I'll go have flings and whatever and yes. buddies, but I'm not I'm not gonna lock in you know be yes. married and be committed because it doesn't meet this uh, criteria. And I, it did feel like I was setting myself up to be alone for a very long time. It made leaving that other relationship much easier mm-hmm. because it was like yeah this just isn't this. It's not mm-hmm. going to be so. Let's. Do you ever
1: think that your ex listens to this and she's like God damn would you quit dogging me?
0: <laughs> I hope I'm not. I don't I don't think I'm dogging her.
1: I'm just wondering, <laughs> it's random. Like.
0: Oh, no. I Oh, God. I hope, I, hope, I wouldn't want that. No. <laughs> just,
1: you, when you make the point, you're just making the point of how much you don't. We you just, It, it was wasn't more like just for like for She
0: likes this flavor ice cream. I like this flavor ice yeah. cream. Like it's, it, to me, it's that way. It's yeah. just, we're just yeah. not on the same no page. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. <laughs> and nobody needs to be wrong. Like, yeah. that's your flavor. That's this is mine. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't better or worse or anything yeah. like that. Um, but I just wasn't willing to negotiate on, on these, on these bigger mm-hmm. pieces. And so interestingly enough, like crossing that boundary, like really feeling it like, yeah, I'm I'm willing to be alone. I'm willing to go into this uncertainty. I'm willing to go into this suck. And I'd already been alone. I'd done a year long be alone thing before that, before mm-hmm. I'd been in. So mm-hmm. I was used to, I was like, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But um then meeting you and having that conversation, essentially, you were calling forth. You were like, all right, what about this? And I was like, oh, here we go.
1: Yeah. And you really did respond. And I loved that. I mean, I, I remember there was surprise in your voice on the phone, but you also really leaned into it. You leaned into the conversation. I remember feeling that in you, even though I wasn't seeing you or like it was only through your voice and the sort of pauses and cadence of what you were saying. But I, I heard that in you and Mm -hmm. that was really appealing to me. That was really inviting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that scared the shit out of me because I, I mean, ultimately, even though I've, I was used to being the person that (laughs) scared people off (laughs) with these kinds of questions and this kind of honesty. And so when you really were willing to meet me there There was, and particularly, I mean, that conversation was fantastic, but it was particularly after that when you had left a message saying you want to take me out and you're flying in to meet me and all of that. That was when I was like, oh shit. And that's why today is such an important day to me because I realized I was going to have to make, rearrange my brain, (laughs) basically make room in my whole world for you, which I had done a pretty good job making creating a world in my brain and where I could be a, without a person like you like it would be okay in my life to not be with someone like you and then and then to have you be willing to meet me in these places then I was like oh fuck I thought I had a plan <laughs> like I was going to be single and now there's this guy so that that's why this day is so Make cry. <laughs> you tease me that I'm not sentimental, but uh, that's why this day matters. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, when we hung up, I was like, uh, knowing that you're this person's on this planet, I'm not gonna screw around.
1: Yeah, and I felt that, and in, in your rising to those questions, and I heard that in your voice when you said you wanted to meet me. And I remember saying to my mom before I think it was before you flew out cuz I I called my mom and was like I met someone and I can't remember what I said other than I met someone and I you know yeah and what do you think and I'm like I think I think he's going to be something and she was like "Enough said?" I said, "What do you mean? Yeah, I haven't told you anything about him." She said, I can hear it in your voice. (laughs) And that's what I heard in your voice. There was something I heard in your voice that was like, there he is, there's someone there. So we talk about the people that are, that hang in the kind of snorkelly shallow end kind of places for, but they really actually want relationship, they want that deep bond they want depth they they need to be able to have a deep dive they need to be able to go to those places in themselves and with another person to to find out can they dive together or not and so I did that with you um and I I think to some degree I've done that with you at every turn of our relationship at every important point where it was like, almost like, I guess it was a choice point or crossroads. You could say like, there were times where we could have just jumped into a thing with our enthusiasm and like expectations for, for, or whatever the potential was there. And I remember throughout our time together there have been times where it's like well let's let's just slow down and let's talk like let's find out where are our ideals what do we expect or what does matter to us here and what are we where are we a yes what would we be a hell yes to and so there's been points in our life even you know whether it's just getting to know each other or N- moving. like I remember you were like, I'm going to move to Colorado. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and it wasn't just my own freak out about you coming out, but there was like a, have you thought you've born and raised in Florida, Florida boy? Like you, do you understand what you're getting into with Colorado winter? And so there was sort of a thing like, are you still going to be a yes, if it's fucking freezing and windy and like, it, have you thought about that? <laughs> So some of that is being controlling I maybe, but you can joke. But, (laughs) but, but I, you know, when we moved, like if we moved, it was like, what, what do you want? What do you really want? What do you, what do you need in a move? What do you want in a house? Like there was just all sorts of times and points where we came together. And, but when we come together, it's not like, yeah, I want that too. It was like, no, no, no. You go to your corner. I'll go to mine. You write down and pay attention to what really matters to you. I'll pay attention to what really matters to me, and then we'll come together and share, and find out where we're aligned. Mm-hmm.
0: And, Which is a lot different than what most, a lot of us are doing. We we abandon ourselves as individuals. Yeah. What is what? What do I do to keep the peace in my relationship? What do I do to keep her happy or him happy, and that yeah. kind of stuff? And there's not that idea of let's be strong individuals first. Totally, And it's, it's tough. It's tough for both of us. I still feel it like, Oh oh yeah, what do I want? And even yeah. encouraging you at times, what do you want? Sure. Or we can get lost in the family for sure identity. It's really tough. But uh, if we lose our identity there, then we're kind of screwed. Like, or we lose our yeah. individuality there, then we're, then we are screwed. It, we, it's like, well, I, then I need this in order to have me feel happy. And that's a, Instead of I do what has me feel happy and I bring that to the relationship and then that has us feel both, you know, more energized.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't think that that's ever taught. I, I don't think, I think what, you know, it's not ever taught. That's just not ever taught. Mm. Other than be you, be yourself, you know, like that. that's not, it doesn't, it's not taught in the way of like, here's why. <laughs> Knowing yourself, yeah. being yourself really matters. Here's what it's for.
0: I didn't. Um, I didn't sleep with my therapist.
1: <laughs> I know you more didn't. than twice. More <laughs> oh my than my God. Well, I'm glad you asked that question because I was just reflected by a client when I was telling a client about how I did this sort of figuring out your what's your aligned values. He was like, "You should do a workshop on this." I think you should. And ever since, I was like, "That's a good idea." <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is a good. So I'm glad Make you sure brought this up. you're Never with a man. Make sure you're never with the man. Yeah, that's the workshop.
0: Never find your partner.
1: No, I but raise I do, the bar up to I, this I level. I want to. I think I want to cook something up like that. It's it, uh, think it's, it's simple good. enough to, yeah, to share with good. others, and it's always helped. Every it doesn't have I'm to be just for women. It like it's for no, no, no. Anybody. Everybody I've shared it with in when I work with, and individuals or couples, but everybody I've worked with, they're like, "Oh, that was really helpful." So yeah, this do is it. the un professional way of being like, yeah, something's coming. (laughs) Happy anniversary.
0: Happy anniversary.
1: If these interviews are helping you,
0: please leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you use so that others can discover the show more easily.